Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Facebook leads the industry in stopping bad actors online. That's because they've invested $13 billion in teams and technology to enhance safety over the last five years. It's working. Over the last few months, they've taken down 1.7 billion fake accounts to stop bad actors from doing harm. But working to reduce harmful and illicit content on their platforms is never done. Learn more about how they're helping people connect and share safely at about.fb.com safety. Hey everybody, I was thinking about today as I came in, I was thinking about the power of asking. Uh, I was thinking about uh, specifically um, after I read, I think it was last week I read the book Rich Dad, Poor Dad, which I know is like 20 years old, but I just read it for the first time uh, recently. Very good book. Uh, but one thing that kind of stuck out to me was that the uh, the rich dad in the story was talking to um, his son and his son's friend. And the interesting thing that he said was in all the, the things that people ask him, being you know wealthy around the town, having multiple businesses, having lots of money, and being able to be free enough to do what he wants to do, instead of all the things that people ask him for, which they usually ask him for jobs, and they usually ask him for loans, said most often they would ask him for loans and stuff. He said nobody ever asked him how he got the money that he got. He said that nobody had ever requested that. He sit them down and explain step, step by step what he did. And the uh, his son and his son's friend, he was taking the time to explain to them because they did sit down and ask, how did he get there? They didn't they didn't they didn't want just money. They wanted to know how to do what he did to get a similar result. And I found that very interesting because it kind of it kind of reminded me of that when I was watching a video on uh, Facebook and it was a guy who pretty much just started walking up to people with really nice cars, supercars, luxury cars, higher end cars. And he would just ask them, he would say, excuse me. And he would ask him, what do you do for a living and give him a compliment on their car? And a lot of the people that he spoke to were in finance and I don't know what part of uh, the U.S. he was in, but a lot of a lot of those people who had the very, very expensive cars were in finance. Specifically, they were talking about private equity. And I thought it was interesting because he, he while he didn't ask, you know, what exactly they did, you know, how did they get to where they are? He uh, he did ask them how they got the vehicle. He didn't just admire the car and kind of just let that be that and kind of, you know, dwell on his own imagination he asked them. And the interesting thing about that was one of the people that he, you know, he did that in the videos went popular and got, you know, got a lot of views. And one of the guys who was in the videos who owned one of the luxury cars ended up contacting the guy who took the video and asking if, you know, they could get together so he could talk. So he talked to him and he told him that uh, a lot of people see the car and they just assume that you know, that he he got there, you know, he was a younger guy that had the luxury car. He said they was assumed that he got that from inheritance or, you know, he had a leg up some type of way. And he said what it really was, was uh, the same thing that's echoed in a lot of the books that I've been reading was 
a belief that it's possible and a drive to get there. Uh, he said pretty much just those two things were were paramount. And he said that uh, people, he said people wouldn't hardly believe him that he told him. He said about seven years ago, they repoed a bunch of, they repoed his car, not a bunch of cars, but they repoed his car and he was in a bad state financially, but he just made some decisions to, to change his life and decisions that he made were to educate himself, to find out more about the things that he wanted to change about himself and about his life. And, uh, he did those things and it worked out for him and it was successful. And that, that was, that was very interesting to me because even biblically speaking, there's, uh, there's, uh, there's scriptures that kind of say, uh, I know I don't, I'm paraphrasing because I don't remember them verbatim, which is kind of bad. I should, but, uh, the scripture speaks about asking what you will in my name. And this is Jesus speaking, and it shall be uh, given unto you. I have to read it. I'll probably do another one where I get the correct scripture. Where I can tell you what to look for it. There's the, the ask what you will in my name. The seek and it shall be found. And then right after that it says knock and the door shall be open. And if we were to make that into an acronym. It would be to ask, to seek, to knock. Which would be to ask. And I think that even, even um, in my personal life. I know I worked with uh, a group of friends who we were looking to do uh, a song cover and it was a pretty popular song, but uh, we wanted to go about it the right way because we wanted to release it on a project that we could monetize. So uh, what we did was we reached out to the owners of the music, the people that own the rights to the music, and we sent them a copy of the music that we had done and we asked you know, if we could, if we could use it and what the fees would be if so. And they were nice enough to let us use it for no fee. They wrote us back and sent to they liked the music and they said they would do it for for no fee. And it was incredibly powerful for me because, you know, number one, they responded a and number two, they heard the music and they liked it. And number three, <laughs> I think I said a and then went to numbers. But number three would be uh, that that they gave us their, their permission. And all we had to do was ask, because I think if we would have gone about it and, you know, if it would have done, you know, really, really good numbers and they didn't have any uh, idea that it was a song out there featuring copywritten music, that could be a problem legally. So I think that uh, in, in all three of those scenarios, biblically, biblically, <laughs> biblically speaking, and also with uh, the Facebook videos and with the the music, the copywritten music, the beautiful thing that I learned was all you have to do is ask. And generally, the worst they can say is yes or no. And I think that the only reason that we ask not, you know, is fear. And the Bible goes on to say that we have not because we ask not. And I thought that was very interesting because, excuse me, in reading it, I wondered, is it really that simple? Do we just miss out because we just don't ask? And I've found as I got older, yes, that's it's really we, we, we miss out on things because we just don't ask or even more so, not even in terms of getting things. We miss out on things because we don't ask ourselves the questions. Uh, what could I do to change my situation? What do I what do I not like about 
what I have going on right now? What do I want to make better? When you ask yourself those questions, you tend to kind of motivate yourself to find the answers generally, or you should, because that, that changes the situation to just sit and ponder and do nothing. It doesn't change the situation. It just makes you more informed specifically about the condition that you don't want to be in. It's great to be informed, but after that, you have to take action. And the story about the guy with the cars, he took action. Both the guy who wants to ask the questions and even the guy who reached out back to the, the person who took the video. You have to you have to be willing to take action. And like the guy said, if you if you set it in your mind, set your goal and are determined to reach that goal and you take action toward that goal. I, I've seen that success was possible. So I've kind of changed my 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 mind about a lot of things in regard to how I approach it. So I'm taking more action. And at the very least, the actionable steps that I'm taking is to educate myself. If I want to know, I'll learn about it. If there's something I want to change, I want to learn how to change it. So I I get the book or I read the article or I look for people who are uh, well versed in that that area. And I believe I believe it'll 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 pan out because at the very least, I will have informed myself and I can make better decisions when it is time to take action. So um, I'm very thankful that um, I got a chance to watch those videos with the guy with the car. And uh, I got a chance to just see the, the power of asking. And it was so. So it's such a simple thing in theory, but I think that we we kind of hinder ourselves by the internal monologue that we have that tells us, oh, I don't want to bother this person. I don't want to, you know, they, they're probably so busy. They don't want to talk to me. They don't know me. They're not really concerned about where I am or they don't know where I am or why should they reach out to me? We kind of talk ourselves down. And I think that that happens aggressively sometimes. And sometimes it happens very subtly. Something as simple as, oh, well, I'll ask them later. They seem a little busy. Uh, you know, I think it, it, it boils boils down to that. And I think that even in our natural lives, in terms of, you know, when I was in high school and even middle school to some degree, there were tons of girls that I liked, tons of girls that I liked, but none of them even knew it. I didn't have, I didn't have whatever it took the courage to to ask them, you know, if they were interested, to ask them if they wanted to go somewhere or do something. I didn't have the courage to do that. Didn't have the courage to, to reach out to them and find out, you know, what they were into, what their likes were, their dislikes. I didn't have the courage to do any of that. And they might have thought I was attractive and they might have found me interesting or what have you. But I just sat there the whole time thinking like, oh, man, it would be great to, to date old her, her or to hang out with her or whatever, but I never pursued it. I never acted on it. So because of that, I got a chance to, like I said, know in great detail what I liked about them and what I, what I wanted to get out of the relationship. But without the action, I also had the added benefit of seeing none of those things come to fruition. None of those things come to fruit. Nothing happened day after day. Nothing happened because I didn't take action. Now, had I taken action, who's to say? I'm not going to say I would have had a 100% track record, but it could have been better uh, emotionally and it could have been better in terms of finding someone 
to be uh, compatible with. But it all boiled down to the the faith task of asking. And I think you have to have a lot of faith to ask these these things because you must believe that at, on some level that it's possible, on some level that it's possible to um, to to reach the goal that you're 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 seeking for, even if that goal is just information. So, uh, just a just a good day thinking about asking and being more more bold and more uh, calculated in terms of the things that I do ask and making sure that I I take action even if that action is to be informed and then ask, ask once I am informed. So, all right, that's it for today. Finding the right person for the job isn't easy. Just ask someone who hired a lounge singer to be their office receptionist. Hello, this is Mickey Marquis, and you've reached the office of Doug and Associates. <laughs> Thank you very much. Catch me Tuesday nights at the Hotel Johnson. Hello? But if you've got an insurance question, you can always count on your local GEICO agent. They can bundle your policies, which could save you hundreds. Doug and Associates, this is Mickey Market. Hello? For expert help with all your insurance needs, visit geico.com slash local today.